Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today we are going to talk about MCT, water, and exercise. So we're going to discuss the ways around MCT oil, if you're not a big fan of that, what type of water to drink, and how to motivate yourself to get to the gym. That can be excessively difficult, I should say. So, now, MCT oil and coconut oil are saturated. Now, this is, these are arguments that we've gotten towards some of the things we talk about in the RICO protocol. First of which, and it basically is more of the shortcuts and workarounds that we've come up with. So, MCT oil and coconut oil are saturated fats. Can't I try something else to help me get into myoketosis? Yes, MCT oil and coconut oil are a form of saturated fat. The problem with saturated fat occurs when it is combined with sugars or other simple carbs and lack of fiber. If you are keeping up your fiber intake and minimizing simple carbohydrates, then saturated fat is not usually a problem. But if you want to minimize your consumption of saturated fat, Use the MCT oil for the first several weeks of the program. Since MCT helps produce the myoketosis you're after, then switch to other forms of fat, such as extra virgin olive oil, nuts, and avocados. That will keep your LDL particle number healthy, your small, dense LDL in the healthy range, and your oxidized LDL in the healthy range. It's the best of both worlds with myoketosis, conversion to fat-based metabolism, and and a healthy lipid profile. Okay, so just for the first couple of weeks for the MCT oil. Another um, argument, does it matter how much water I drink and what kind? Not an argument necessarily in this case, but more of a question. So it's a good idea to drink filtered water, especially for those with type 1.5, which is glycotoxic, or type 3, which is toxic Alzheimer's disease. And the 1.5 is the insulin resistance, of course. Since pure water consumption reduces diabetes risk and helps you excrete toxins, that's important. Shoot for about two liters, which is about 66 ounces of water a day. Herbal teas are also an excellent way to help with hydration, and the herbs described above can be included in the teas that we've talked about in earlier episodes. What about if you think you don't have time to exercise? I, I love this. Because personally, I am at a chiropractic office. We see hundreds of people every single day, and I break a sweat three or four times a day adjusting patients. So I get my physical activity just through adjusting patients during the week. But then I still go to the gym every day during the weekend and exercise for 30 minutes to an hour each time. So exercise is so important. So if you don't think you have time to exercise, perhaps you work best with a trainer or in a class or hiking or biking or interacting with a social network. Experiment so you find what works best for you. If time is the limiting factor, then try working it into your normal activities, such as running up your stairs or biking to work or exercising with the television at home. That is a way, a couple of options on how to incorporate more exercise into your life. Now, what about if you think you can't reduce stress in your life? Well, take some time off. 
go to a spa, try meditation, use the neuroagility program, which is meditation on steroids, uh, listen to music you love, take relaxing walks, enjoy the art that you love, slow down, and relax. That's where the diaphragmatic breathing also comes into play because if you just take five minutes, it just takes five minutes a day of focusing on breathing in through your nose, out through the mouth, and try to double the amount of time that you exhale compared to the amount of time you inhale. And that is really going to force that stale air out of your lungs. It's going to force you to relax. It's going to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, help you to get into a more healing state. So just focus on your breathing. And even if it's only five minutes a day, you really just need to focus on that. It's going to help decompress you so that you don't feel so high stress. That you're like redlining it all the time. You're like super, super, super stressed all the time. Trust me, uh, there's a lot of things that I'm doing. Like I said, I'm seeing, you know, 100 people a day at the office. I come home. I'm trying to do um, Facebook Live videos, Facebook posts, uh, podcasts, videos, all this stuff. I mean, it's a non, nonstop process. But every now and then, you just have to take a few minutes, do that deep breathing for about five minutes, maybe a couple times a day, and that's going to help you kind of keep things in perspective. Now, what about, this is an excellent question, What if, and the whole purpose of the web class, actually, that I'm hosting September 7th called uh, the Brain Builders Class. You can log in or register, I should say, at bit.ly slash brainbuilders with an S. September 7th, it's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and it's going to be for six consecutive Fridays. Um, it's 100% free, and the whole purpose of that is to simplify this recode protocol because I understand, I mean, personally, I even know the purpose for all these different things, but it seems overwhelming. So this particular person said, this is just too complicated. I can't even keep straight what I'm supposed to do. So now Dr. Breston talks about how he looks forward to the day when there really is a simple way to address all the many potential contributors to cognitive decline, but although Recode has many components, for now it's the most effective way to prevent and reverse memory loss and impaired cognition since it addresses all of the mechanisms that are causing the cognitive decline. So you need to focus on the cause, not just some pill or some way you can cover up the symptoms or whatever like that. You need to focus on what's causing it. And then if you remove that, then you're not going to have it anymore. That said, we are working diligently to reduce the program's complexity. This is according to Dr. Bredesen, which unfortunately, unfortunately is dictated by the complexity of the biochemistry of cognitive decline. He's already gotten up to 40 or 45 different uh, metaphorical holes in the roof that are causing cognitive decline, trying to figure out ways to plug all those ho holes. With further research, we should be able to be more definitive about the minimum and the optimal number of synapse-preserving and synapse-destroying factors that need to be addressed in each person. Until then, however, do as much of your own personalized program as possible. As you follow up and see improvement in your lab numbers, you can begin to shed parts of the program. 
as appropriate on the advice of your practitioner or health coach. For example, many people note that as their metabolic state status improves, their hormone levels optimize naturally. And that's what I love about the human body. It is such an amazing design. Once you start doing the right things, then other things you're not even directly working on just kind of come in line on their own. Um, Because of that, you don't need supplementation in that particular case. Similarly, inflammation improves and there's no need for active anti-inflammatory treatment. You may be surprised that you may no longer need specific medicines as you optimize your metabolism. Your blood pressure, pre- your blood pressure may come to normal naturally. Your lipid profile may optimize and your prediabetes may disappear. So here's what he's saying. He's saying don't stress out about how complicated it is. When you start doing just a few of these, then some of the other causes that you're experiencing are just going to naturally correct themselves. So, for instance, we had a patient that came in today. He was a tennis player and had had type 1 diabetes, not type 2, but type 1, had been on medications his entire life since he was 6 months old. He is 40 now. And we encouraged him to go on an all-natural, all-raw diet, not a lot of sugars and that kind of thing that's very similar to, to the RICO protocol. And now suddenly he, need, he only needs half the amount of medications that he was taking before. So when you are making these changes, it's important that you let your medical professionals know just got to let them know, hey, I'm, t- I'm making some lifestyle changes and can we just keep track of this so that I can cut back on my medications because that is something that he'll appreciate or she, she will appreciate because the lifestyle changes are the hardest things to change. It's just, I mean, it's just part of life. I, I, I don't understand. It's the, us humans, we're very stubborn when it comes to, you know, we like what we like as far as food goes and we don't want to change that. And so when, when, when your medical practitioner hears that you're making lifestyle changes, that is very rare for them to hear and they should embrace that and monitor your levels and make sure that everything's okay, your A1C and all that as far as diabetes is concerned. And I honestly think that this is something, and it's my ultimate goal, and that's what we're going to be talking about in the web class on September 7th. We're going to talk about how, and I'm going to provide you with things that you can print out and take in to your doctor's appointments, give to them, and and tell them, you know, this is what I've learned. Are you aware of this? And I'm making these changes and can we cut back on my medications, you know, because of these lifestyle changes that I'm making? My goal by June of next year is to have over 500 medical practitioners that are enlightened to the RICO protocol and realize that cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that, these are very complex issues. 
that are not going to be fixed by a pill or a vaccine or anything like that. These are things that are lifestyle-driven, and granted, there are some genetic markers that make you more susceptible to Alzheimer's, but even then, you're still still able to um, subdue some of the symptoms if you are doing all the proper things in your lifestyle, if you're avoiding sugars, if you're avoiding toxins, if you're drinking more water, if you're exercising, which stimulates more BDNF or the brain-derived neurotrophic factor in your system. If you're doing all these things and you're aware, and awareness that there's an issue, that's, that's 50% of the cure because you need to know what the problem is, start working on the solutions, and at the same time, educating your medical practitioner on what you're doing, that is going to be priceless because you're going to inspire them because of how much better you're doing. And they're going to be like, holy mackerel, what are you doing? And that's going to show them that this protocol actually works. So the rest of their patients that are suffering with similar symptoms can start to incorporate this program as well. And that is my ultimate goal. We need to make sure that the medical practitioners of today are open and receptive and understanding that the improvements that you've made or that you're going to make are all based on this new protocol that you've incorporated into your life. While, as I said, I've said a million times, while it is not easy, it is very simple as far as just the basics of more exercise, less sugar, better nutrition, more water, things like that. These are things that they need to be aware of the fact that, hey, if you're doing these simple changes, you are going to make a major change in your patient's lives. That is my goal so that they start incorporating this more. We start seeing it on the news. We see it, see it on CNN or whatever so that it's more mainstream so we can get it out there that this is a very serious solution to an extremely serious situation that is affecting millions and millions and millions of Americans and people across the world. We need to get the solution out there, and it is a holistic, natural approach that is going to fix this problem. So I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to go into even more um, complaints or questions next time on the Brain Builders podcast. Thank you so much for listening.